Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. And folks, we've got more casket land headed your way. Before we get to the episode, though, I wanted to remind everyone that we still currently have a Kickstarter going on for Skyjack's Courier's Call Season 1. This is to fund a full first season of our all-ages actual play, Skyjack's Courier's Call. I love the team that we have for this, and I can't wait for them to go on more adventures. If you are curious about Courier's Call, it has its own podcast feed. Just open your favorite podcast app, search for Skyjack's Courier's Call, and subscribe. We've got six episodes up right now, and there are more to come, and thanks to all of you, there's going to be a full season, but that season can be even better. Right now, we are around $9,200. If we can hit $10,000, we will be able to commission a brand new song from Arnie Parrott for the show, and Arnie's music is just amazing. So please check out Courier's Call, and if you like it, back the Kickstarter. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Oh man, I'm trying to think of something mean to say to Jeremiah. I mean, you like you saw that his rope was was on your casket. You likely know that he's the reason that you fell over. Uh, you could also say something mean to Flex, as Flex almost lost his cool there, blowing true. the whole thing. Lots yeah. of people to bully. Yeah, truly. <laughs> you get options. Just don't you try with me. <laughs> if I. T- if I even so much as hint as tell you to be quiet, you be quiet. There was a thing. It was written. Oh, I do not give one damn. And you, I should have left you in that box. Let's keep moving. You continue to move throughout the casket land and light starts to appear on the horizon. Normally, you'd think, oh, we're out of the night this is a less dangerous and creepy situation but this is the desert folks night is the best time to move you know that things are going to get harder i would like as night is coming to an end everybody to spend one water because we need you to survive that's one water for each character too so uh tyler i know you've got two oh, water no. tracks there oh you have two tracks thank you i'm two like, people I was really stressed. <laughs> I yeah what the, the fuck james <laughs> <laughs> i really thought you had the same amount of water as me and i was really really freaked out okay um <laughs> this is so strippy because like i just earlier today had a conversation with someone that i'm working with about like trying to write like a a sketch where I'm mean to people and I'm like I don't really do that much and then I go here and I'm like oh I have to shit on you yeah it's a good exercise you suck. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I don't know what I to say you're yeah, <laughs> harder next time you're doing great <laughs> you're normally the sweetest 15 year old murderer <laughs> ever. a very very sweet little murder boy oh. So I think the light starts to move over the land. You see a sign uh, posted up. There is a painted picture of a feather. And it just says, come join the flock. And I think I would like Jeremiah to roll a, I guess it's an assess. Alrighty. That's going to be an eight. An eight. So this is going to be a partial success. And you know that the flock, because you were a traveler before you settled down here, you know that the flock is something like a cult. Um, It's a cult 
ruled over by someone who is rumored to be immortal, and her name is the Sage Hen. I think you had a run-in with the Sage Hen in the past, and this is going to give you two things. Uh, one thing is you're going to be able to ask me two questions about the Sage Hen. I will answer truthfully and give you that information. The drawback is the Sage Hen will remember you <laughs> and will figure that out. So, uh, Matt, please ask me some questions about the Sage Hen. Okay. Does the Sage Hen allow travelers to pass through their territory without joining the flock? No, the sage hen uh, works very hard to recruit people to the flock, uh, which starts out, you know, in a very normal way. She'll take care of them. She'll offer them rest and food and nourishment. And then she transforms them. Hmm. I'm not going to follow that thread because <laughs> whatever it is i'm sure it's not fun it's probably not good no um my other question would be in my experience with the sage hen what is something i may have noticed that the sage hen is adverse to or fears excellent so i think your past with the sage hen now now that i know these things i think you were once part of a very kind and vibrant community before your accident, before you had to go to the casket land. You were part of a safe place that was overseen by the sage hen before she was the sage hen. Back when she was Margaret Hennessy, the kind woman of the desert. She would go around and find the hungry, the poor, and gather them into her flock. There was some preaching, but not too much preaching. She opened her heart with grace and generosity to everyone who crossed her path. Some people meet kind souls with kindness in turn, and others spit poison. The reason that your life there fell apart is she was murdered for what little she had, even though she would have given it freely, and her community fell apart. You were cast out with that. After that point, the sage hen wandered around and became something else. And the next time you encountered her was just before you entered this community. She recognized you. She remembered your name. And she produced from her cloaks a brilliant vial of water, clear and shining in the sun. You went to move towards her. But I think at this point, you and... Did you have a family when you entered uh, Doubletree? At that point, no. So at this point, you had been crawling in the desert alone through the casket land, trying to find shade at the worst time of day, dead noon when the sun beads directly down on everything and there are no shadows cast by the caskets. You had been crawling through the grave dirt that had formed around them, and as you reached your hand out to collect that water, her eyes went wide, with the blacks of her eyes overtaking the whites, filling her eyes with a voided darkness, and she recoiled in horror from you. It might have been terrifying to meet something that wasn't quite human in the desert, but I think the thing that stung most of all was being rejected by the person you had only known as kind before. 
And I don't know if you're able to rationalize that she's frightened of grave dirt. You might, you might just think, oh, I'm bad. Right. <laughs> it seems to be Jeremiah's thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Pretty hard. Right. Jeremiah. <laughs> but you might be able to extrapolate that information. Uh, so there you go. That is what you know of the sage head. As, as you guys are kind of pouring what the symbol means and you kind of look over and see the expression on Jeremiah's face, both hardened and the brow furrowed with worry. It appears we've wandered into the territory of the sage hen, and uh, we best be trying to move through quickly. Don't engage with her, and don't listen to any offering she makes. It's whoa, not a place whoa, whoa, of family. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's what not a place you, of... Man, you, you talking like you know something, man. I've, I've been around these parts here, Flex. I, I've, I've traveled through the lands surrounding the, uh, the casket lands, and... I just know that there's an area place here safe, and this is definitely one of the least. All right. Then well. we best keep moving. Yeah, I don't I don't need any convincing otherwise. Loam taps his staff once again into the ground and signals you all to heed. And Loam stretches the staff out into the distance, and you can see before you, now that the sun is pouring in, something that the community of the casket land refers to only as the chasm. It's something that travelers, uh, those who were not born in this community, are more likely to have seen. I, I think, actually, probably just Flex and Jeremiah have encountered the chasm before. The chasm is a huge canyon that splits the casket land off from distant communities off to the south and east, there are just rolling bits of desert where you've never seen another traveler come from. Everyone else has made their way through the chasm. There are three known ways to pass the chasm. Through the tunnel, which is a series of tunnels that take you down into and across the chasm. There is the tangle, a huge mass of thorns and weeds of long dead plants that acts as a barrier around it, and the clear, a long stretch of open land between the two mouths of the chasm that is open, which is perhaps one of the most terrifying things of all. The way Loam is indicating, you know you'll have to pass through the chasm, but how are you going to choose to go? We got tunnel, we've got, what was the middle? The tunnel, the tangle, and the clear. Okay. I'm not going through the clear. And it's a fool's errand, all right? So if anything's coming at us, it'll get us. Everything in this desert can move faster than all of us. Right. So what does that leave us with? We either got to go underground or we got to go through some weeds. Which way did Flex take to get in? Oh, jeez. Probably through the tangle. Yeah, actually, yeah, that makes up what I what I just said. Uh, yeah, we gotta we we gotta go through the the tangle, y'all. All right, it's a, I, I I did it when I got here. It wasn't easy, but I mean, if anybody's got better ideas, my tangle. What about Jeremiah? How did Jeremiah happen through the chasm? Uh, Jeremiah would have gone through the tunnels, but Jeremiah also didn't have the best experience going through them, and based on the possibly feigned confidence that Flex seems to it's bear. It's always feigned. It's Jeremiah, always feigned. But, but Jeremiah doesn't notice that. Yeah. Jeremiah turns and says, uh, I'm liable to follow Mr. Flex's lead on this one. You agree, Miss Bell? Well, if you made it through before, I suppose you can do it again. Think you can get us through? I get us through. We're following your lead. Don't you lie to me, boy. I wasn't, I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying that I went through. I didn't say 
who got us through. I mean, I can get us through. So I'm going to go start walking with my left rights. So follow me with your left rights. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Be, being cool, Mr. Flex. All right. Uh, Belle, I don't think it's hard to see that yeah. uh, the, the confidence has wavered somewhat. A mother always react? knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to kind of, at this point, honestly, I'm going to go along with it anyway, just because he has more information than the rest of us do. As far as I can tell, Jeremiah hasn't indicated to me that he knows the tunnel, so I don't really have a way of knowing that. So I think I'm probably going to just kind of clap a hand on Flex's shoulder, give us just a little squeeze and just be like, get yourself together now. Oh, well, I'm all together. <laughs> I'm all together. I'm a complete Lego set. All right? Everything, every piece in its place. Follow the instructions. To a T. Yeah, Legos are canon. <laughs> I've never heard of them because they don't have them in Doubletree. They have them wherever he came from. No, they, like, they've only got mega blocks in Doubletree. <laughs> <laughs> like right. That's the scariest right. part of the casket, Lynn. The only license we could get was Halo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, we're just gonna We're just going to keep it moving. Would I have any kind of any tidbit? Because the way I imagine it, Flex was like in a wagon that was traveling through uh, the tangle. So it's like anything that he encountered was like secondhand. Yeah, and he Mm -hmm. didn't do it on foot. Yeah. So would I have any kind of like, hey, this is a tip or is it just like nothing? Yes, absolutely. I think for that, you just need to roll and... I think for memories, I've been ruling that we're we're rolling assess. So do that. Okay, zero. For <laughs> I've been playing flex as if he's like a smooth talking like Eddie Murphy like <laughs> um, Casanova dude, but like he's not smooth. Like, <laughs> I've been I've been feeling that though. Because like he's a bad liar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think that's it. All right. So where does an eight land us? Eight is that is a partial success. Okay, uh, meaning you are going to learn something important but it is not the the full picture okay um i think what happens is you remember were you traveling with parents or were you traveling as an orphan i was traveling as an orphan okay yeah so you're in the back of this wagon i think you had to sell something very important in order to get on this wagon and, and undertake this journey um but because you sold something important, you got to take the whole journey inside the wagon. The thing that you know are the things that the old wagon driver used to say. Oh, coming through the tangle is a tricky thing. Everything in the tangle is dead, has been dead for a long time, long, long time. But every path you clear away has a way of growing back over. Never take the same route through the tangle. The tangle remembers when someone's been through and learns new ways of drawing them in. See that over there? He'll like gesture and you could see this like thick dark mass somewhere in there. That's some poor driver who used to try and take the same routes through. Each time he'd work harder and harder trying to push his way through and cut around the tangle. Eventually the tangle learned how to slow his wheels and now the only person you're paying to take through is me. He gives you a wink. But you can see on his arms there are bandages upon bandages. Clearly, this place had taken its toll on even him. But you have that information. The tangle remembers and the tangle learns. So, okay. Well, then, wait a second. So the tangle remembers, the tangle learns. So does the tangle learn 
from each caravan of people that comes through is that one thing is like oh they tend to go like left right left left right Mm -hmm. so then let's put a block on the third left actually that might be it so it's all kind of been contingent on how many people have come through in the time that flex has come through yeah yeah, it's still a long time. Right, <laughs> it's a long time, okay. but also yeah, yeah. very few like Try new delivery. Yeah. Like, that's slowed down a lot over the yeah. last ten years. Okay. That old Canadian wagon driver doesn't come through anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Flex kind of just like nods over to to Bell's like, "Hey, look, I, I just between you and me, like you know, I've been through here before, and but things are different from time to time. It this place, it uh, it kind of like it knows." how people get through it and it fixes it it changes changes yeah 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 and so i might have i might have a little bit of an eye a way to get through but at a certain point we might just be just cutting and running i'm trying to figure out how we're supposed to outsmart a forest i don't know use your noggin <laughs> do you outsmart it or do you just keep cutting well uh this shovel isn't much for uh for cutting. Between the uh the one knife we have <laughs> I guess uh I guess we're going through. I'm gonna do kind of um hold the knife out to Jeremiah as well and say Thought you might be wanting this back. No, I think you best keep that on yourself. I got I got something to keep myself upright already and I kinda of pat the uh the walking staff okay. that he keeps. All right. Then I'm going to uh, go ahead and have the knife in one hand, and I'm going to just go ahead and take also a uh, an empty, I had like an empty liquor bottle in my in my, my apron pockets and just kind of like break it off on like a rock or something. So I've got, it's my broken bottle. Yeah. The origin story yeah. of the broken bottle. <laughs> yeah, just break it off and be like, it's close enough. <laughs> While they're prepping all this, um, as we're like looking into the, uh, the crevasse, the chasm, uh, are there caskets that are leaned up towards the edge? Like, is it all the way up to? I think that they are laid up as close to the edge without touching the tangle itself. Just thinking about that feather token and warning before, and as everyone's kind of gathering themselves and getting ready for the dive, I'm going to saunter up towards the edge of one of those caskets and look for one of the more looser batches of grave dirt and just kind of take a handful and jam it in one of my coat pockets. <sighs> excellent, excellent. Such a smart... Man, <laughs> I survived this long for a reason. I realize the longer I do this, I sound like an like an elderly Butters from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all about this. It's fine. My accent has shifted slowly from Sigourney Weaver in holes to something else. So I don't know. Well, wow. I am managing my two people perfectly. That would be the regional dialectic morphosis that of. Unfortunately, afflicts this community. I've kind of changed from Sigourney Weaver to like my grandma, but it's fine. Sigourney grandma. I love the the twang that hits Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. My my grandma's from uh, South Georgia, so this isn't this is not coming from nowhere. There you go. (laughs) Get it. I All said right. she's from. She's dead. She was from. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, so we are moving through the tangle. I think it's gotta be uh, Flex. Flex sees through the like gnarled roots of the tangle uh, that you're trying to cut and maneuver your way through as best as possible. A glint of something shining into the distance. 
Flex doesn't really say anything. He just like if we were headed straight and it was like two degrees to the left, he just starts to like sort of fade over towards the left. Excellent. Excellent. Roll me an investigate. Uh, So that's a six. A six. So that is a failure. Uh, So I think like you've sort of become preoccupied with trying to angle towards this shining thing, which you haven't noticed that the path has been made easier for you to do that. Um, Mm. Like the tangle is, is moving around, moving in a way that like if you were to turn your head and then turn back, the tangle would be arrayed differently. Mm. Um, and as long as this group will allow you to move towards this thing, the tangle will allow you to move that way as well. As it stands right now, can fold still see Flex? Because I assume Flex is kind of like in his more like focused up world. Yeah, I mean, Fold is following you, right? So right, okay, I'll okay. be able to you. see you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Unless you're trying to, are you trying to break away from? Well, in my head, it was like Flex was maybe like he would have been in front. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is. Everyone is kind of like just following him, but we are kind of curving a little yeah. bit. I, 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 I trust him. You know, you know what can possibly go wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, lots of stuff can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a world where probably everything has gone wrong. Like Jeremiah um, himself is proof of how, <laughs> how wrong life can go. I think that's why I'm so optimistic. <laughs> how much worse my, could it get? In I the mean, time it took you to say that life. sentence, you lost two teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, my last two. <laughs> I am so sad. I'm so sad. Okay, so yeah, I think yeah, fold doesn't say anything. We just are going off into this this sort of tangent. Excellent. Uh, I, I think you are getting closer and closer. Now you know the general direction that you're going to need to go. You will have to veer hard if you want to make it. However, as you have been getting closer, you have been seeing that shining glint stronger and stronger. Again, he's trying to save, like keep face. He's the leader right now. He's just going to go for it. Okay. He's not saying anything. You've hit now a bit of a wall. And the only way forward would be for you to get, and only you, um, because you're the only one small enough, mm-hmm. to get down on your belly and crawl through a tunnel to get to the area that you want to go. Mm-mm. It is off in the other direction from forward. What do you do? Uh, hey, 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 Flex. Jeremiah, my guy. You want... You want to make a wager? You want to lose some money? I tell you, I, I, I bet you, I bet you we're gonna have to backtrack. Ha <laughs> ha Ah, well, I believe that you are mistaken because I just happen to be the right size and stature to get us through this exact predicament. Well, so, I tell you what, if you manage to do so, go ahead and give me one of them water she got there, and if uh. If you if you manage to have to turn tail and come back and pick another route, well, I, I'll just go ahead and take one of yours. Oh, swig it is. Okay, well then, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and do a little bear crawl right here, and I will be right back. What are you doing? I am getting me some refreshing water. <laughs> now, now, Flex, I don't know if that's uh that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> Look, have I steered you wrong so far? 
haven't really had a chance to steer us anywhere now. Oh, well, let me be the first to tell you then that uh, I am I have the wheel and I am taking us exactly where we need to be. I don't understand why everyone is so upset and and worried. We just live in an apocalyptic time. Okay, (laughs) nothing wrong. And so in that with like he doesn't even like wait for he just like gets down and starts crawling. Oh, my God. And he's crawling. I yeah, can't tell so. if that, oh, my God, was me or Belle. I think <laughs> <laughs> After he vanishes beneath, I just kind of turn over to Miss Belle and go, sometimes you got to give him a little push of inspiration. <laughs> I don't know about this. I'm sure he's fine. He's young. He's virile. He seems to have the experience. He's stupid. Sometimes, yeah. As you say that, uh, you can hear in the not too far distance some cracking as though something is making its way through the tangle. Uh, I, I think, Flex, where you are, you can't hear this. The, the, the roots are so thick. <laughs> but you can see loam freeze up. And Flex can see loam? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Every, everyone else in the group can see loam freeze up. And again, start doing that uh, chameleon thing, looking around uh, quickly, trying to figure out where it's coming from. But the cracking seems as though it's moving around you. It will happen in large bursts. Flex? Can he hear me? I I don't know if he can. I think you, Flex, have made your way pretty deep into this tunnel, and you might be able to hear a faint calling. But it's so indistinct. It's hard to exactly say whether or not you're hearing it. And right in front of you, you feel like you can see more of that glint. Flex kind of like yells over his shoulder. I know, I know, I know my butt looks nice. Stop commenting on it. All right, I'm almost to the end of this gift. I think you got to come back now, baby. And the voice is too swallowed up to make it at this point. Um, With how deep in you are, you pull some small bits of the tangle aside and we can see we can see Flex's face be overwhelmed with a gold glow that reflects in his eyes. We'll cut back to the rest of the party. That cracking is getting louder and closer. What do you do? I mean, uh, Fold has the shovel, Mm -hmm. but he's kind of out of his element, so Mm -hmm. he's a little panicking. I got my knife, and I think I'm probably like trying to follow the sound. Like I'm probably turning as it moves, like trying to sort of get a sense of where it's coming from. Yeah, let's get a backbone roll from uh, from Fold. Fold, I mean, yeah. backbone. He that's he's that's got his that thing, in copious yeah. amounts, which hmm. I appreciate. Um, so we got an uh, a ten. Ten. Somebody told you a story once, a traveler that you encountered probably years ago, uh, maybe maybe eight years ago, just as the hard times were really starting. They told you about something that they encountered out in the tangle, something called the Roadrunner. Same deal. I'm going to give you two questions about the Roadrunner, and that'll be information that you have. Well, I, I love the, the adver, adversions or aversions or fears. I feel like I can't use that. The Roadrunner, what attracts the Roadrunner? What is it after? 
The Roadrunner has a simple motivation. They wish to convince those around her to flee from their responsibilities and obligations and even desires to survive. The Roadrunner is a creature of intimidation and fear. The traveler that you encountered said that many wagons that used to operate routes between Doubletree and the rest of the world stopped moving because of frightening experiences they had in the tangle. Um, at first, we thought these were isolated incidents, uh, dust storms kicking up, sudden bursts of thorns and spikes being spat at caravans as they made their way through. But as the stories went on, it became clear that somehow this was the act of an individual very few people who made it through the tangle had a story about an encounter with the roadrunner simply because most of the roadrunner's victims turned tail and ran there are even uh, rumors that some of those people ran from civilization itself ran from death to the point that they became madmen a few even say Wilm is one of them um okay and so the Roadrunner exists to uh, separate you from your obligations, your desires, by way of intimidation. Are the things that the Roadrunner does to you, are they real? Or are they kind of like the conjuring magic that we do? It's sort of real. But yeah. Yeah. Yes, they okay. are real. Yeah. Like, like the Roadrunner will physically attack people. Okay. I think the Traveler showed you a scar. It was nasty. That said, a lot of people face a lot of horrifying things. You know, people have been mauled by coyotes in the desert before. That hasn't stopped them from going out. There's something special about what the Roadrunner does and the way that they do it uh, that makes it especially terrifying. And there you go. That's what you know of the Roadrunner. Should have used that. Should have doubled down on the fears, but it's all good. (laughs) Hey, no, no, it's good. It's good. I liked it. Okay. Oofa doofa. Okay. Everyone, I don't know what's about to happen, but whatever whatever this thing is, it's going to try and distract you, get you off track. Make sh- it'll make sh- it seem like anything other than our mission. You have to stay. We have to stay united. We have to stay mm-hmm. together. We have to stay on the course. Stay the course. Well, whatever this thing is, it can get in our heads if it doesn't know we're here. Hey, Miss Bell, Bowl. Come here and kind of pull them off to and on the nearby side of the tangle uh, is there a like a little slight area where it kind of dips inward or like, like of an course alcove? there is yeah I'm gonna pull them into that and see if I can when, when you do that there's just there's a, just a hint of like a of a flex back that fold gives you before he goes right with yeah. you. but as he flexes back I release him and grab him with my bat arm. Oh! Pull him with me. Yes. Shit, buddy. Here is a tough decision that I'm going to offer you, Matt. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can pull everybody into this recess if you like. Uh, The problem is Loam has frozen up. And there is something special about Loam that we have not addressed to this point. Loam wears bandages because, like all madmen, his body is dead but will not allow him to die. He has not lost water like the other dry things that walk in this desert undead. He's covered in rot. 
And there is a chance that if you touch him, if you bring him back into this safe place, that you will contract some of that rot. Are you willing to take that risk? Uh, without question, immediately. Oh <laughs> hey, heroes, it's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll. Folks, I don't have much to say this week apart from the fact that I am extremely grateful to all of our Patreon backers. Coming up on Wednesday, we are once again going to be reading individual backer names. Which means if you want to hear your name on air, it's time to sign up for Patreon. We're going to be generating that new list this week. And it usually takes us around a full year to get through all of the brand new names. So if you're thinking about becoming one of the heroes who supports our shows, and you want to hear me say your name on either one shot or campaign, now is the time to act. I'm hugely grateful to everyone who has already backed the Patreon. You allow this network to function. We absolutely understand that not everyone is in a position to contribute to a Patreon during this specific period in our history. And I want all of you to know that I appreciate you too. And you are also a foundational part of what allows this network to function. And you can support us in ways that aren't financial. Just talking about our shows and sharing our shows is an extremely great way to socialize during social distancing. As long as we have support from people like you, we'll be able to stay with you through all of this. And if you can't contribute, don't worry. We're still going to be here for you. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. I need you to roll a survive. Alrighty. Oh, Jeremiah. Uh, that's a seven. Uh, and survive is backbone based. Yes, seven. Okay. <laughs> so that is a partial success. And I think with a partial success, let me take a look at necrosis here. Oh, no. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> not fine. I don't know why you'd be worried. It's it's gonna be great. I think you're reaching out with uh, your bad arm, obviously. Like like you've pulled the others in. Mm. You you reach out, and there's a moment of hesitation. You you know the stories about Loam. You you saw what happened to someone who's touched Loam in the past. There's also an element of connecting with being ostracized, and you know, being a figure of fear and misunderstanding. Though the intentions might be good, yeah. Amongst that, where I'm pushing through that instinct, I still reach out and grasp what I can to pull back with us. You feel the moisture underneath the bandage, but there's no time to think of it as you force Loam back into this recessed area. I think because of you, the Roadrunner will not see you as there is an explosion of branches from the tangle, and you can see a thin figure dressed in a spotted cloak with a large staff that has perches on it. Uh, the figure is hunched and tall. They look around with jerking head movements that remind you of a bird. The figure looks around and cannot see your party and calls, and we're going to cut into uh, this tangle of branches, once again, where, where you see this gold glow. It meeps. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um, I'm not sure if that was written or you did that. Oh, I did that, oh, baby. God. Sorry, yes. So good. Uh, I love it. 
Flex, you're looking at some gold, glowy stuff. What I guess? What am What am I seeing? It's, it's... You are seeing a small chest that has clearly been weathered by by years and years of being out here. You can see, I think, some detritus from from a wagon that has fallen apart, uh, just been bleached and beaten by the sun, perhaps chewed away by animals in its time. But there is this chest that has a hole in it, and there is something glowing gold within the chest. Flex is kind of like looking around the forest. He doesn't really hear the... uh the chaos going on far behind him. So he kind of thinks he's like safe. And so he's like, you tricking me? Tangle, you tricking me? I think the wind like softly blows through the knotted, gnarled branches of the tangle. I'm going to take this. This is mine now. Okay. And he reaches in and he kind of like, is is there anything like to to part or sort through? Is it all just just the chest and then the thing? Yeah, I think as you reach in, like the wood is so old and unstable that it kind of falls apart, and right. you can see lumps of what looks like gold fall out of it. It's mm. gnarled and craggy. Tell me, how much do you think your character knows about gold? Have they ever seen it before? Gold. <laughs> That's so funny. Like coming from like I feel like another tabletop games like gold is like a dollar yeah it's, it's like, like everything yeah. <laughs> the most commonplace thing i would say he's probably he has probably only seen gold on someone from like one of the faraway lands like he caught them walking down the street in like pristine clothes and then like he someone like had like a ring or two it's like that just shined and he was just g- drawn towards he's like oh that's gold, and I want that. I want all of that all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I love this kid. And so, I love him so, much. <laughs> so yeah. So he's he like this is the same level of shine, and he's got like the same like chills down his spine. Is like, oh, this is gold, and so he wants it. He sticks a hand in. Yeah, you can you can have it. You can grab it. Okay, he grabs, and then um, again because he's got like. I would say he's got a a really tattered vest with like four pockets on it, and so he's trying to stuff. He's like, "Okay, and these this is this is mine now. <laughs> and if you you the forest have a prop, just t- and I'll stop because otherwise this is my." And- <laughs> I think you you can take as much as you can possibly carry. So then he goes back and then he grabs like two more like pinches, puts it in his front pockets, and I I'm not gonna I won't repay you. <laughs> I'm not I will not come back here. Okay. Okay, well I did my due diligence. Right. <laughs> it's a pleasure, it's an honor. Yeah, your pockets are heavy with this stuff. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. And then he turns around, and I imagine the the hole's not there. Yeah, it's completely an unfamiliar tangle. And you're stuck in this place. And if he turns back after that, the tangle has grown in more. (gasps) Uh, Like, what used to be this, like, little clearing is not a clearing. Oh no 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 no! I checked. I checked. I th- I thought we were good. Okay, no, come on, Forrest. And what are oh, you he, gonna do? He doesn't even have. You're uh, you're a grave digger. You always have your shovel, at least. Oh, I I if, 
up until this point, I thought they were sharing a shovel. I think you have two shovels. That's, okay. that's what the picture of the gravediggers yeah. says. Yeah. I just okay. only have one weapons card for each. Yeah, yeah, um, Well, then uh, he's going to just like take the shovel and just start kind of like kind of feverishly just like clawing away at where he remembers the path that he just took to be. And then he's going to stop. He's going to have a moment of just like, Flex, you know what's happening. This is the forest. And the only way to get through the fort, you can't go back. You just gotta go forward. So then he's gonna he's gonna turn around and he's just gonna like t- raise this, the shovel up and just start swinging forward and he's gonna yell back, if anyone can hear me, just keep moving forward. All right, we'll get, I'll see you on the other side. You do flex, and then he's just gonna keep moving forward. Excellent. Can I have you roll an attack? Yeah. Oh, that uh, looks like a good roll to me. So the one shots Attack is plus brawn. Plus brawn. Okay, so that is eleven. Oh hell yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean you're young. That you're the young spry one of this group. <laughs> I think like thorns and, and knots like explode in front of you as you hack away you know you have built up muscle over years and years of digging deep deep graves and occasionally using that shovel to prevent the dead from walking the earth mm. uh, it is grim work that has led you with a muscle memory uh, that is punishing against anything that could be standing against that shovel and you start moving your way through let's cut over uh matt i would love for jeremiah to roll an assess for me you bet it's coming Ah, uh, that's a six i'm gonna use a water in this situation i'd much rather whatever it's gonna do it's probably helpful mm-hmm. yes 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 okay uh so you are I think sweating a little bit that that's getting in your eyes. Like there's just that natural got to take a swig of water to replenish and your eyes can focus. Like you're all, I think maybe pressing into the thorns of the tangle a little bit, trying to stay out of sight of this road runner. You can see on the road runner's wrist, a tattoo of a feather that matches the feather of the flock. <gasps> mm. Okay. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same, same page. <laughs> Do we hear any of these shouting from from a uh, uh, flex in the distance? Oh yeah, I think as the attacks start, uh you you can hear the shout faintly over, you know, the the tangle of branches and it's not just you that can hear it. Shit. Oh. The roadrunner's neck snaps in that direction. You've got seconds to react. I'm going to look to to both Fold and Bell Uh and just go, look, it can get to him faster than we can. Let's follow it. Follow it? And then, boom, there is an explosion of dust. You hear cracking of branches of the tangle as a beeline is made through the branches and very quickly in the we have wake to go of before, this, before, go, 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 go. charging okay, after it. Do we roll something or do we go? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would like uh, survive from each of you. From each of us. Shit. Yes, yes, okay. yes. 
Oh god. I'm, I'm so stressed. I'm gonna use another <laughs> eleven. Yeah, use backbone that another really loaded bad. die. There we go. Come on. Oh fuck. <laughs> I rolled a four. Oofa doofa. Uh, I'm using a water. Hell yeah. There. Hell yeah. yeah. What if I die, I die. <laughs> I, I like the idea of you are running and like yeah. I think you trip on one of the roots. Yes. Uh, you stand up. These things are starting to close off their path in front of you. And I think like you got to pour some of that water into your hand and like toss it yeah. down. And like these dry plants, they're, they're this horrible thing. They're yeah. not looking for the water. They're afraid of it. Oh, they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could simply, you know, sprinkle your way through the tangle. You'd just use all of your goddamn water die. doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. This world is interesting. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the the two of you are are up ahead. Um, you can barely be on the Roadrunner's tail, but you are definitely following through this path. You, I think, uh, uh, Flex, you can hear something crashing behind you very quickly. What do you do? No, Flex does not know about the Roadrunner. Fold does. No. So Flex stops. He stops. He thinks it's... Um, he thinks it's everybody else. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, oh, over here. Over here. So you turn around. You idiot baby. And like there is an explosion of thorns that moves in front of you and I think hits you. I would like you to take one harm. I've never played this stupid before <laughs> i love it stupid is fun it. man it's it's very fun like playing against you playing a teen character who is not as whip smart as jonnet uh, let's go let's go so like in front of you there is this incredibly tall woman who who must stand like about six five and she's got large unnatural eyes and i have to decide whether she's going to try and attack you physically or psychologically. <laughs> oh, good. Let's do psychologically. <laughs> um, she is going to hit you with flea. One of the few things that you roll for if you're in my position. <sighs> what did you do? I rolled an 11. No! This is not even, it's, not, it's not even the highest that he could roll. It's 12. Flea. The Roadrunner can manipulate those into fearing basic survival. In this case, their own water. <gasps> On a 7 to 9, her target loses one water. On a 10 plus, her target loses all of their water. What? 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 <gasps> no! This is insane. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, no. Okay. Okay. Um. Can you describe for me, like, I think you make eye contact with the Roadrunner. Those large, soulless bird eyes bore into your own, and they cause you to have a hallucination. What horrible hallucination do you suffer that causes you to upend your canteen of water? Okay. Boom. Roadrunner in the face. Like, I see their eyes burrow into me. And like it's one of those things where it's like you feel you have a moment where it's like you something unexpected happens and you feel something inside your brain shift. But you don't know what it is. So he feels that moment. He's like taking a step back. 
he goes to scream for for fold, but in this hallucination, he opens his mouth, nothing happens. It feels like the air is up on a wall and won't exit his mouth. And then he looks down and the same hand that was in the casket shoots out of his mouth oh. and is like kind of clawing at his own face. <laughs> and so he like freaks out. He he pulls it out of his mouth. Oh my god. And then he throws it on the ground and then he just gives the hand what it wants, which is all of his water. <gasps> and then he throws his canister at it and then he keeps running. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I think you run immediately into this tangle of thorns just as your friends burst through in the path of the Roadrunner. Um, first up, obviously, is Flex and Fold. I will need you to cross off all of Flex's water. I'm so upset. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Side a f- note, that hallucination was some real drag me to hell shit. Yeah, yeah. holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Some grudge ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Freaky. Okay, now what? <laughs> okay, so uh, Fold and Jeremiah like burst through like you're hot on the Roadrunner's heels. Uh, you see the Roadrunner uh, standing in front of your young friend. I don't think either of you have noticed the empty canteen on the ground, but you see this menacing figure as this young boy is running straight into the tangle of thorns. Using the momentum. <laughs> yeah. Jer- Jeremiah's had to be a bit scrappy. In his days, oh, yeah. whether it be from creatures or people that think he's an easy, an easy get to beat yeah. up and take his, you know, shit in the middle of the road. Yeah, seeing Flex running in the in the gaze of this creature, just runs and using his walking staff, almost like a pole vault, leaps onto its back and just begins clawing or whatever he possibly can. Hell yeah. yes! Roll an attack. Probably. That is plus brawn. Uh, actually, with me, if I want to use my 50-50, I can use my creep and roll one die. Do it! Hell yes! No! Oh! <laughs> well, what? I mean, that just is an ability, right? That that. Yep, so it's a scratch. Cool. That's how it works. So now I get to use my... Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to say that. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. So I use... Instead of Brahm with only one 1d6. So I roll this and then add my creep, which is plus two, and then plus two harm for the scratch. Okay, cool. So, so it's, this would be still, ah, uh, man, Ooh. not great. I'm going to use my last loaded die because this is to try and help. Yes. Jeez, oh, Jesus. my God. One, 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 one. Jesus Christ. That um, is insane. Can I try something? What you got? Oh. <laughs> oh. So I have this attack. Um, it's it's kind of specific because it's kind of out there. But I have this attack called irrigation. Um, if an ally or an enemy ingests a liquid, even if it's just a drop that you've poured, you can attempt to control them. I have two hair of the dog. Can I use one of my hair of the dog instead of one of my water since it's a liquid to try to do that? My my, yes. I would uncork it and throw it and try to get some in her in her mouth. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, let's resolve this first. Okay. All right. So okay. so okay, that okay. yeah that would be a total of a five. Okay, five. Huh is a failure and like a hard failure on top of that. So I think you, yeah, you have this, this battle cry and this jump and for a second you're in the air and then the next second you find yourself thudded hard into the thorns. You don't remember what happened in between, but of course fold you do. You saw him leap towards this figure 
and then in a flash you're face to face with this figure and your friend is sailing through the air boom into the thorns of the tangle take three harm <gasps> jesus oh my god okay all right um how many harm do you have before you cross that x four i got one Great. more cool <laughs> yeah so, yeah and um, once you cross that x you become unstable yeah. which means you take a harm for every little bit of time that passes until you get a chance to sleep yeah. now you all could sleep but this is a group that now has not a lot of water left to their name yeah, so that's no. an interesting thing um so <laughs> i'm trying to figure out how to play this so <laughs> i love this idea no, i like it too it's just with irrigation roll trick for the actual move but would that count for the throwing of the bottle would that no, be an attack no. roll? so i think you need an attack, an attack roll, roll to first. throw that bottle yeah, yeah. okay or you can, if you think you're really clever oh. and fancy, you could roll, you could try and manipulate this creature into drinking from that bottle. Well, I was about to say that my um, my trick is plus one and my brawn is zero, so I might want to try to trick her. Okay. Yeah. You, you are totally free to do that. You know, I, I think Fold is kind of like blown away <laughs> what has happened. Yeah. So like, okay. and you were kind of a, late in the group, so. I'm really scared. Oh <laughs> I'm really scared. Ooh, that's seven. A s- okay, so that is a partial success. Okay. So I want to know, how are you trying to initiate this trick? I was going to call for her attention first. Yep. Um, what, what, do, what do you say? I don't know what she's called, so I'm just going to be improvising. <laughs> she's bullshitting. <laughs> Ma'am, Miss uh, Guardian of the, of the Forest. She whirls around um, and connects her eyes with yours. I pull a bottle out of my, out of my apron pocket and I uncork it and I, I hold it out and I say like, um, and I'm trying to keep my cool. And I go, um, I present humbly an offering to you. She like zooms in. Her face is incredibly mm-hmm. close to uh. yours. I'm keeping that face like I do with like I do with Loam. So this is a success. So she is going to grab this and take it from you. Uh-huh. Looking into your eyes as she takes it. I'm so freaked out. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> That's bad. Oh no! Oh no! That's well. Actually, oh. I rolled. I rolled a five over here. So okay. Give me anxiety. Interesting. Right now. So what? What I did. There is uh-huh. a list of terrible things. Uh-huh. Right. Because uh, on a mixed success, something bad has to happen. Exactly. On a mixed success, something bad has to happen. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide. Okay. So what she's going to do to you uh-huh. is the same thing that she successfully did to uh, Flex, uh-huh. uh, but it's not going to work in the same way. You have an iron stare. That is something that we've established about you. Yes. So this thing that would try and make you afraid of your own water, I think bounces off. But unlike the hard stares uh, that other people have given you, sometimes dangerous men, sometimes the wealthy and powerful, uh, sometimes the desperate and hungry, unlike those stares, this has more force behind it. And it impacts you, impacts you in a psychological way, in a way that you were not prepared for and expecting. So this creature is going to take a drink from this hair of the dog, but it hits you instead. And your reason is shredded, is the thing that I've rolled here. So I think very briefly, you are extremely disoriented, like by this stare. Uh Uh, I I think, and perhaps what it is, is you undergo a similar hallucination that Flex did. 
However, you're going to see through it before it actually does what it wants to do to you. So what is that hallucination oh, like? that's such a good question. Um, I think maybe... Uh, I'm thinking something else that would maybe cause you to pour out water. I'm thinking maybe um, it seems like the, the ground uh, around my feet has caught fire. Um, I'm trying to stamp it out, keep it from spreading. I'm thinking like there's a memory maybe like a long time ago um, when a like a candle was knocked over in the tavern or something and it almost burned down. Like I'm just thinking about something that could have to, so trying to stamp out a fire, yeah. um, which would, and I, I would think like go maybe go for the flask of water and then, and then sort of stop and realize the fire doesn't feel hot. Excellent. So um, you're wrestling through that memory and like mm -hmm. you have the logic to do it, mm -hmm. but it's going to take you some time. Mm -hmm. I would like to turn over to Fold, please, uh, because Jeremiah just took a big hit. Uh, you saw your friend run up and like give this thing something and she is frozen in place like a statue. What do you do, Fold? I think he's just going to take a swing at the road runner. Cool. I think, yeah, that's, yeah. Roll your attack. Damn. Okay. okay. And then that goes on top of... A brawn. Okay, so... And this but, is but the brawn. That's a 10. Ooh, that's a perfect hit. Okay. Nice. So, the thing that Man. I need from you is to know how much harm does your weapon do and what are the tags? It'll be underneath. Um, it does three hurt... <sighs> And then two hand and messy. So this is a big messy swing that you take against this creature, but it's gonna hit. Mm -hmm. She's right now like frozen in eye contact with someone else. So what does it look like? How do you hit her? Where do you hit her? I mean, I want to lock her in the rib cage and hopefully send her into a wall of thorns. Okay. Yeah. So I think you hit her in the side of the ribs. And the thing that terrifies you is just how sturdy she is. <laughs> um, boom. But it is a solid hit. The mm -hmm. solid hit enough to make her stumble back. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Casketland. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other amazing shows on the One Shot Network. Like Neo Scum. Neo Scum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, an acerbic cyber troublemaker. Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond. Tech Wizard, the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure. And Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neoscum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deeb they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And I want to remind everyone to make sure that you are registered to vote. Especially this year, if your state allows it, it's important to remember to register for an absentee ballot. Folks, in all things, I hope for the best, but in case the best doesn't roll around, you want to make sure that you're able to vote even if it's not safe to leave your home. Now, not every state offers this privilege, but if you have the ability to do it, I really recommend it. Now, if you happen to live in a state that does not allow you to do a mail-in ballot, 
you can always contact your representatives and demand one. Yes, getting nationwide vote by mail is going to be a complicated process, but it's certainly not something that we're going to get if we sit quietly about it. Now, when I call my representatives, I like to use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five calls.org. There you can find issue summaries affecting the country or your home state, contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to help you get your point across. Calling is quick and it can make a big difference on important issues. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.